All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back after a long hiatus to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture and media your girl will drag you to. I am Matt. And I'm Alex. And it's a little nice to be back, right? It is good to see you again, even though I've seen you. But it's good to be back on the microphones. I'll tell you that much. I mean, just so everyone here knows, uh, we kind of took a break, a lot of life happening, um, but also with all the unrest and things going on around us, uh, we didn't really feel like it was the right time to be making fun of people, but we're back right in here to make fun of people on, gosh, Married at First Sight, season nine on Netflix, episode (laughs) four and five, the first night of marriage the family sit-downs, and the beginning of the honeymoon. Yes, and we are getting this train back on the tracks. Back on the tracks. Kind of finish this series. We are the combination of Thomas the Tank Engine, Strange Faces the Talk, uh, and the little engine that could approaching the big hill of a hiatus. So uh, <laughs> now that we got the rust off, something new and big before we get into what we're drinking, uh, we have a sponsor. Yes, our first show. sponsor. Thank you very much. Take so, it away, Matt. Uh, this episode of Romancing Your Stones is brought to you by Wash Park Lending. Uh, if you are in the market to purchase a home or refinance a loan that you're currently seeking for, uh, visit your mortgage professionals at Wash Park Lending to get your team your home loan done the right way. Justin at Wash Park Lending will take a consultative approach to your home mortgage and make sure you feel comfortable and confident every step of the process. With rates right now as low as 2.75 and hovering at all-time lows, is the perfect time to refinance or buy a new home. Visit washparklending.com, that's W-A-S-H-P-A-R-K-L-E-N-D-I-N-G.com to get started. And they are NMLS number 1970559. So check them out. Uh, Justin's great. And if you are yep. looking to be buy a home in the area, uh, he'd be happy to help you. So Alex, my dear friend, my dear, dear, dear friend. What are you drinking? Today, I am drinking Epic Brewing, based out here in Denver, Colorado. The India Pale Ale, known as the Tart and Juicy Sour IPA, because I love sours. And this guy over here, you, Matt, got me into IPAs. So it's a combination of both. It's a little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll. It's exactly what I thought. How did you know? <laughs> it's actually like punk rock and electronica. Um and Alex and I, through this quarantine, have started to brew. So I'm drinking one of our IPAs. Uh, our first batch. Our first batch. We don't have a name for There's it. There's a remnant of it, and yeah, we found it. I think it's 10% alcohol because we didn't it's do a very good be. job. It's got to be. It doesn't taste great, but man, does it give you a good buzz. So um, <laughs> One's all you need. <laughs> one is all you need. All you need is we, one. We would be terrible brewmasters. <laughs> People just want one, one of our beers. Well, I don't know if we make, we make money. Zero profit, we yeah. make zero profit, but I think people <laughs> probably started our. We're good brew masters, but we make zero profit. Be poor. I, I think that's that's probably <laughs> the truth of it. Um, okay, so let's start. Married at first sight, and uh, this is the this this is the consummation night. You can call it consummation station. Um, <laughs> that train is pulling right in. That train is pulling right as <laughs> in and out, in and out, depending on how big the tunnel is or if the tunnel's open. Um, Anyway, yeah, we're starting off strong. <laughs> it's almost like we've been drinking beforehand. Uh, we were. Um, okay, so 
you know, something that I was curious about, you know, a tradition of marriage is carrying a, your your wife across the, the threshold. threshold. Um, very cumbersome. Uh, typically, when you get to that point of the night, you're either dog tired uh-huh. or you're drunk, depending on what type of couple or you both. are. Or both. Or <laughs> both. Yeah. Um, and there's a, for, for guys, if you, any guys listening that might be getting married in the next, you know, six to nine months, it's a lot of fabric. It's a lot of fabric. It is. It is a lot of fabric, <laughs> and if you snag it on the uh, the door handle, any place, anywhere, the um, door hinge, the handle, it the, could change the trajectory shoe. of your night <laughs> pretty quickly. Um, but so I, th- I mean, there's so many different char- like characters, couples here. You know, you have Elizabeth who went straight to being naked before uh, Jamie can even like take off his tie. Um, yeah, and then she made him put on a face mask. <laughs> Well, but not what he was expecting. That's because he lost that bet, though. Oh. At the at oh. the night, I forget what the bet no, was about. Well, she but said, she's "If like, I drink, if I drink, no, it was the cake. It was she. You put cake in my face. I'm making you wear a mask with anger." And so, but she's the one who initiated. it. She put cake in his face first, and then he reciprocated. Well, you don't, you know, even if she starts, Alex doesn't mean you get to finish. <laughs> he told you not to. Uh, Regardless, that's, that's the way the marriage works, and she's, <laughs> he's finding that out very quickly. Oh, um, he is definitely in the passenger seat of this relationship. Oh my gosh, I don't know if she knows she's driving. I think she thinks she's in a self-controlled Tesla, when ultimately she's just driving off the side of a cliff. And a '57 Chevy hatchback. <laughs> Are you Don McLean? I don't know. American. Uh, so then there's Greg and Deanna, and Greg creepily watches her brush her teeth and take off her makeup, and he kind of sits there. He's like, "There it is. Is it <laughs> creepy that I'm watching you?" She's like, yeah. And he's like, you can call me Big Dad. And she cuts him off. Nope. Big Daddy. What was it? So even with like uh, Love is Blind, you know, Carlton wanted to be called Daddy in a relationship too. Is that normal? I think it's from watching too much TV, honestly. Oh, or is it like that? I like I like it when you call me Big Papa song is permeating our brains. I don't know. I don't know. I was never that like, you can call me Daddy type. Yeah. Uh, Sounds weird to me. <laughs> Sounds a bit incestual to me. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> so, I don't um, know. Uh, it was never my jam, I'll tell you that much. When, um, I know he was joking, but his like sense of humor, like he seems like such a sweet guy with no furniture in his house. <laughs> and now he's kind of like, his. he's like, everyone's like, as soon as you get to Greg, no, Greg, his sense of humor really he's shines awesome. through. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm getting like creepy vibes though. And I don't, I don't it could be if, editing. I don't know if I'm getting creepy vibes as much as I'm getting. He's trying to put forth this like alpha male persona. When I just don't think Greg is that guy. And I don't mean that about, I think Greg is a nice, yeah, real down to earth, probably very loving dude. Yeah. But it does not go towards like the male machismo that like he's trying to accomplish. So that's where I feel like his like humor comes through. Hey girl. It's, it's like weird. It's, it's weird that I'm watching you go to the restroom. I think we're married now. I think that's where maybe for you it's like a little bit creepy or whatever. It's like it just because it I feel like it's not him. Yeah, I, I it's I, it, it's compensating for something that he lacks. Or maybe it's just trying to like to break the tension, which was better than Iris's way of breaking the tension when she said, <laughs> "Tell me a secret you can only tell your wife <laughs> on on cable television." On cable television, <laughs> with all these cameras in the room. And you, um, and you mentioned, you pointed out to the, the, the chin. Oh, she, she goes, um, there's something I want to tell you. I'm a virgin. As she drags the back of her hand underneath her chin with this movement. Um, and Keith Keith is great. I mean, with his response, he pretended like he didn't know. 
because his mom yes. ruined it yeah. um, for them. Which, again, was not her place. And so, I I mean, I don't know. What, what would you have done in that place? Would you be like, you know what? I found out. Or would you, would you, you know, spare her any frustration or any kind of embarrassment of, like, knowing beforehand? So I think that it? what I would do, I mean, this is her moment that mm-hmm. she's been waiting her whole life to express and it's like you kind of have to let her have a moment Mm -hmm. and um maybe you don't tell her right then like my mom told me like maybe maybe you like tell her down the road before the show airs because you know you know she's gonna find out anyways you know so i think that that that's kind of important but um there was a part that i thought was pretty gracious about that the way he handled that yeah i mean it really is no big deal and there shouldn't be a rush now just because you have this title. Yeah. I mean, I think a big part about marriage is that, the, you know, there's not a finite amount of pie in a marriage. You know, you, there's no rush to do anything mm-hmm. unless it's to have kids if a girl's crazy. If the timelines, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, let it unfold naturally. The situation shouldn't pressure you to feel anything. I mean, we talked about that last show. If you guys remember it, you guys probably don't. It's I been hardly, a month. I hardly do. <laughs> we watched this episode like about a month ago. Yeah. So, um, uh, and then they had the, um, then they had, uh, sit downs with the, the families the next morning, um, where they sat down and, and met their spouses, family and parents or whatever it may be. Which I thought was, really interesting too but it was the morning morning after mind you and yeah like, we're gonna have breakfast oh you're gonna have it with her parents or his parents though great awesome. this is exactly what i was hoping for awesome and all of them said that they didn't consummate their marriage on the wedding night yeah which, which i find it interesting because <laughs> like you said elizabeth could strip down faster than jamie could even get to his tie well, Little did we know, until we didn't find this out till the honeymoon, but her aunt Flo was visiting her. Yes, which, um, she said as a barrier to entry. That's a double entendre um, for <laughs> you know intimacy. <laughs> yes. um, where, unless you're a germaphobe, I don't know. You know, like no, I think it's it can be a messy, a messy situation. Let's just call it that. Okay. Uh, we're moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> period. Um, I don't know. Jane, Elizabeth is so, like, she acts so immature. She's like, you drink your coffee black? That's impressive. <laughs> no, that's relatively normal. Speaking of immature, can we talk about Matt? Oh, gosh. <laughs> can you just address some of the things he says? Matt <laughs> is not a good namesake for my name. <laughs> Uh, Not if you're watching only this show. If you're watching this show. I, although I've heard all Matts are assholes, so here we are. Well, all Matts have assholes. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Kyle XY did not have a belly button, but I digress. Um, no, but That's he... deep. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a deep, That's a, deep pull. You reached, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell we haven't done this in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's just, he acts like he has the mental capacity of an eight-year-old. And he'll just, just listen, watch watch the show. Like, these two episodes alone, he'll say things like, I can't wait to go into Antigua. Antigua. And he says that wrong, and then he says... It's Antigua. Then he says, pictures are memories. And she's like, she's like, I can never wear your clothes. And he's like, is it because I'm tall and you're short? It's like, <laughs> yes! 
yes, you genius. <laughs> like, stop. And you know, even when he's talking about, I can write letters on the computer. <laughs> it's just like, like you said, it's like eight-year-old type of thought. Not even, yeah. it's probably six-year-old like thought processes. It, it is, he's like uh, the surfing instructor and forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I don't wear a watch anymore because my phone has a clock on it. Um, <laughs> I just, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> Um, but he goes and he starts talking about his family dynamic. And when he was talking to her parents, I just felt like he was just a big puss. I mean, he was avoiding the conversations. He was super awkward. I feel her family is very upfront and in your face. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't her sister there? You would think that the twin sister, a twin sister. I don't, I didn't understand that. Um, but Maybe I Matt, work Matt, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Matt, he, he just is kind of a loser. Matt's got some issues. I think that Matt kicked his family out of his life. Yeah. He doesn't even bring them to the wedding. He, like I said, can't form full, complete adult thoughts. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they got divorced and I wasn't cool with it, so I'm having a hard time with it. Dude, you're 30. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And you got to recognize your parents are people Mm -hmm. at a certain point in time. You know, that so they may not want to be with each other anymore. Move on. Yeah. Yeah, I... Take the pacifier out. Kick your uh-huh. booties off and put your big boy or shoes on. Show some grace, dude. Like, yeah, you're really gonna kick out like the people that gave birth to you and like raised you. <laughs> well, I awesome, so, awesome perspective. Okay. And then there's like Jamie, and Jamie is having a conversation conversation with Elizabeth's dad, and Elizabeth's dad needs to cut the umbilical cord yeah. or do something because he said, "What do you say? Um, it's my she's my heart, yeah. and you can't have it." Yeah, which is just what a, a guy wants to hear on his wedding day, from his from his spouse's father. Yeah, you can't have her heart. Okay, cool. I'm gonna be fighting you for a while. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, sounds good. And and you knew it kind of spelled trouble, not disaster, but just you know it spelled trouble when it's like she works for dad's company. Yes, and it's like, and they work in close proximity often. It's like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah, and I think Jamie actually is good at putting a boundary so far when he told her like, he's been orchestrating it pretty well i i have no complaints about jamie yeah and he's like well what does your dad call you she's like beth well, you can call me whatever you want he's like i'll call you elizabeth then because your dad calls you beth yeah it's like i'm not going to conflate the two of us no we're gonna i'm gonna and, delineate and, myself from and not that. only that he's probably also calculating calculating the fact that if you were to call start calling her beth it'd subconsciously create a rift with dad oh where it's like oh like again like the whole like you know i you know her heart's mine you can't have it it's like okay so we're gonna make sure that we're very different people with her and i mean i don't i don't blame him for me like okay cool i'm gonna call you elizabeth because that's just how it's gonna be (laughs) and in those relationships you know with uh women and their fathers that are super close to an unhealthy level is very wearing on a, a relationship because, you know, well, it, I, I can just see with her, if there's an issue between her and Jamie, say this was real life, <laughs> you know, you know, she'd be going to her dad and saying, uh, dad, Jamie's doing this. And then she'd involve her father through the whole process mm-hmm. for the, well, for, towards a solution. And I don't necessarily think that the connection of the, the bond between mother and, and father or sorry daughter and father yeah is necessarily the part that's the unhealthy part it's the boundaries that have not been established like you just said there would be no boundary for her to go to dad and be like jamie did this the other day like, yeah 
No, 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 no. Like that's like you and, know, and, and her I, dad's I probably, unhealthy too because her dad would, would get involved. Yep. Yep. You know, he pays her damn parking tolls. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, going to she's tolls. he's going to try and fix the fights that they're gonna yeah. have. Yeah. I, I foresee that oh. happening. Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or or heaven forbid. Even if he does keep his distance, I can imagine the like. Well, my dad thought that wasn't right, or what? You know, oh. I, I could see that happening. Yeah, that, which, that. ooh, as a guy, that would be uh, irritating. It would be <laughs> taxing. Yeah, you know, because you're fighting from so many different uh, levels and different opinions, and there's a whole lot of flags that get raised there. Well, you know, also in a marriage too. Uh, it needs to be conversations that are one-on-one. As soon as you start bringing in third parties and you start teaming up, you know, the, the communication changes into winning and who's right rather than compromise and finding a, a healthy middle. Yep. And I know this show's supposed to be funny, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about Matt. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yes. Oh, my gosh. My body just spasm. Okay. Well, I, I do like the part that... Um, uh, well, you know, briefly, when we were go, we just go back to Keith and Iris because there, there's not a whole lot that goes on with them in these two episodes. But except their con- their communication's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I will say that Keith and to go back to you know when, when Iris was like I'm a virgin and he's like his response like he's he's very well spoken. Yes, and he seems like he's I would even argue probably a couple years more mature than his age. Correct. And, like he really does. He's seem the most mature of, person on the show. Yep. And takes he takes a an experienced approach to things. Well, he's an empath. He's an empathetic person. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why he's good for her. Um, but then you have like it's hard to talk about things that are going right. <laughs> you know, because I think I'm impressed with them so far. There's going to be issues because you can tell that he's a sexual person, and that she's going to. And he says, like she may, he says he's willing to wait. But I mean, I think honestly, for her, it's going to be more of a fear factor than anything else. It's gonna, he's going to get in trouble for his past, I think. Mm. I think she's going to not hold him to the standard of, you know, it was before me, before he knew no. me. That's my prediction. Yeah, hear it here first. <laughs> um, and then you have, like, Greg and Deanna. And um, Deanna tells Greg that she, he compliments her too much and he needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's something that... I don't know which way I want it as a guy. If I'm dating a girl, right? Do you want the girl that you always feel like you need a compliment because maybe they got more of a fragile self-esteem? Or that, which is the other way, which is like stop compliments. Like, well, like, again, I guess it comes out like maybe a love language thing. Like, all right, so I would say Deanna, like, the spoken word is not her love language. Like the, the complimenting or like the, well, I, can't, the, the I, I don't the know if audible. she knows what her love language is. Yeah. I don't know what her love language is. Does, yeah. Like you said, does, does she, I, cause she, cause she, you know, she's so fearful of being pooped on by a bird <laughs> that maybe she's not getting around <laughs> to being loved yet. Well, and, and she, she keeps trying to like make an issue out of the, like almost in a way of like self-sabotaging where she likes to like make an issue out of the fact that like, well, you reacted kind of weird when I told you like I haven't dated anybody in a while. And from that perspective, uh, there's legit reason to be concerned. Yes. Like if you took if you took a pinch of Keith and you dropped it into Diana, she'd be like, 
but I understand that. I understand <laughs> I that this that. is important to you. And, <laughs> you know, I hear you and I appreciate you complimenting me. Makes me feel uncomfortable, but I'll try to find a happy medium. That's, I'm not, it's not like stop complimenting me. Yes. Stop, stop complimenting me is different than I'm not good with compliments. Yes. Right? Because <laughs> once those compliments go away, they don't come back. Mm-mm. No. I mean, once you change a behavior, you know, Greg's the type of guy who's like, all right, then I'll stop. And and it, it just, it, it, poor Greg, even like, here's the thing is I feel like Greg doesn't mince words, you know? So if he's going to compliment you, he means it. (laughs) So imagine that poor guy being like, you look pretty. Shut up. Okay. Let's go grab some dinner. Like knock it off. (laughs) Like it's well, not even like she might even be, but he might be like he might want to say like you look wonderful tonight. Shut and, up! But, but be like he's not gonna say it. it's like uh, okay. I hate you. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, I, it's it's I you just, can there's grace, and I think that you need to have grace in the, especially in the situation when you're you're married to a stranger. Have grace for someone's quirks. And when you're figuring this stuff out, like you said, with people who just got married yesterday. Yeah. Like you're figuring. Even hell, even when you've been dating somebody for years and you get married, you're still figuring each other out. Yeah, especially you're figuring out how you are as husband and wife. And no, yeah, so I, I felt kind of for Greg that night. Although I mean, he does stuff to get himself kind of like, all right, don't feel sorry for you. Yeah, he, but uh, him watching her brush his teeth, like there, she, there it is. Yeah, yeah girl. Yeah. Mm. That doesn't make you feel insecure. I don't know what does. <laughs> there um, it is. And then you have like Greg, uh, Jamie, and Elizabeth, right? And their girls were talking. We decided to get matching tattoos, like his lips on my ass or my lips on his ass. And the neighbor's like, oh, that's so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> what? That's so white trash. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? Um, and then Jamie oh, and Elizabeth man. got in a fight. They all played volleyball. Where, Which I still don't understand what she got upset about. But, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. So, so they're, they're on their honeymoon. And then she decides to go shower. Mm-hmm. And he decides to have lunch with another couple because she said she's going back into the room. Yeah. And she was mad at him that he did not follow her. And he Because she set expectations for herself that he would come with her. Yes. It doesn't sound like she asked him to come. Nope. There was an at least from the editing. It does not sound like she's like, you want to go? And there was an expectation. And he said he was hungry. And so he ate. So pose this question to you on your honeymoon is it okay if you wanted to get a bite and say your wife is tired where she can get a nap and you can go eat a sandwich tell me that i mean because he's not does out the of, honeymoon change the situation he's not out of jail in my book because here's the thing he's still on bachelor mode he yeah. he like i bet you even though they're like married He's probably still in the, like, the, like dating mode. It's like she can do whatever the hell she wants. Like, I, like he doesn't. He's not internalizing this husband and wife deal like concept yet. Which is like, sorry, like you guys. Like when they say to become one, like you guys do a lot of stuff together. Not that I'm saying he's gonna hop in the shower with her, but it's like she's gonna go and get ready or something. Then he'll go and he'll wait. He'll postpone eating because they're probably gonna go get something afterwards, right? Yeah. So the husband mo- move is saying like, all right, guys, like hey, I guess we're gonna take it back in, right? And the reason I'm saying that where he's not completely out of jail is like, you know, the flip side of that is she needs to communicate better. And like there's, and again, part of this comes from being in an established relationship and knowing each other where there maybe are some nonverbal cues or maybe there's a little nod. that's like, Hey, I want to get out of here. And he'd go, all right, cool. Let's do it. 
right? Yeah. And and so there's that there's that teamwork mentality. But again, like they're just part of it. You know, chalk it up to like they've been dating for two days, twenty four hours. Like yeah. And yeah. I mean, he expect- pulled he pulled a bachelor move. He pulled like a dating move, or it's like oh, I'm gonna go hang out and grab a bite to eat with my friends. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but I'm I'm curious to like take maybe it's, say it's just like a vacation as opposed to a, a honeymoon. Now you're a married man and you got the best wife that's listening right now. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, if she got tired and you wanted to go get uh, one more beer or another sandwich, I mean, I don't think she'd be mad at you for staying and eating a sandwich if she was tired and went back to the room, which I think is a. But I mean, where do you come down at? Would you no. would you not get that beer to go lay down and even if you didn't want to lay down? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's case here, by case. Here, well, here's the thing: is is would I be apprehensive to ask her or to like say like, well, hey, I'm gonna stay around and hang around here? No, because she'd be like, cool, do your thing, have fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, so you I, communicate about it. Yeah, which yeah. is different. But if she's gonna go shower and get ready for dinner, then. You know. Then at that point I'm like, well, all right, well if we're gonna go get dinner soon. Like, sure, like I'll go clean up too. Like we'll go. Like, I think where I'm lucky is that my wife is extremely transparent. Yes. <laughs> when she says something, she means something. There's been very rare occasion where like there's been miscommunication because we both haven't been saying what we mean. Yeah. But we've I, had those conversations. <laughs> we've had. You, when, well, you can. But then I had an issue too with them, because um, she was using absolutes in her fight. When she was yelling with her. Oh, yeah. You don't care. You always, you this or that. It's like, that's the road to mm-hmm. to, to destructive communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she did use some pretty big absolutes. And, and she kept bragging how she was swan diving in the sand. But if you're not doing well and you're swan diving in the, okay, A for effort, but <laughs> F for execution, you know, you didn't have to dive in the sand. There's sand in my JJ, is what she kept yeah, saying. Like, yeah. okay, like, trophy i don't know if you're a girl that's like cool with getting a little sand like under the the bikini i don't like i don't know like again this 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 gets chalked up to like they don't know each other yeah and then so i I don't remember chalking up to him not caring it's like whoa whoa, whoa. like i don't know who you are yet yeah and then so i mean there's other conversations i had greg had a straightforward conversation with diana about his fears about her not being in a relationship mm-hmm. for 10 years. Valid. I thought he was communicating himself well, and she yeah. did not respond well. No. She just looked dis- repulsed. It's like those are conversations that you have to have. Um, and then you also have Iris and Keith talking about phones in a relationship, which I think is an, our generation's problem, you know, because mm-hmm. our lives are on our phone. Yep. So where do you find that balance? And I don't know the answer to this. Um, but being on your phone, you know, I think it's individualistic. I think, but, but again, this comes back to the conversation of having boundaries. You know, I'll tell you one thing, like one thing that, that my wife and I try and do is like when we're having dinner, we're phones down. When we're yeah. having meals, we're hanging out together. Like it's phones down. Now, granted, do I fail at that? So yeah. Does my wife kindly remind me that I'm failing at it? Yes. <laughs> right. Like, but again, like, I think she patiently like, stamps her foot. Well, <laughs> well, but I think it comes back to like what you were talking about earlier too is is grace and boundaries. Yeah, grace and boundaries and communication can solve a lot of problems, <laughs> a lot of problems. I believe. I, I believe. It. I mean, you know, it's interesting though. It's like as husband and wife, you are together a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and the expectation that there is zero phones, I think, is. 
Well, and un, the expectations un, that there's also like zero alone time, like going back to the Elizabeth and Jamie thing. Like when you're spending 24 seven together, essentially, I mean, I'll tell you one thing, especially with, you know, coronavirus and, and working from home, like for a while it was, you know, Hey, I wasn't at home for nine to 10 hours a day. Cause I was at work and commuting and all that. Now we're both home 24 seven. Yeah. We're always like, we are each other's coworkers. And like, <laughs> it's like, it's weird. Cause like, like, you know, and then again, to tie in the whole phone thing right now where it's like, we get to dinner and it's like, I've been talking to you all day. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, it's yeah. like, uh, well, and especially with, uh, with Elizabeth and Jamie, Elizabeth is a lot to handle. Like, she is. Jamie should need get some time to decompress because I mean she is on twenty four seven. Something to communicate and, and to talk about with with those two would definitely be like, hey, Jamie needs Jamie time just as well as Elizabeth is, is going to need Elizabeth time with her girls. Like, which I feel like they would actually figure like they would actually establish that well. I know they're you know she's she's definitely like a personality, right? But like, yeah, I feel like they work well enough together. Like they would have that conversation and it would make sense for both of them. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I can see that. And um, I got to tell you, there was a part in this episode where I got PTSD. <laughs> and that was uh, for different reasons than you're thinking about. Um, that's when they went swimming with stingrays. I got bit by a stingray in SeaWorld. Stung or bit? Bit. It was my own damn... <laughs> it was my own... <laughs> I've never heard of somebody getting bitten by a stingray. Has anyone else seen the first aid office at SeaWorld besides me? I don't think so. <laughs> San Diego, but yeah, San Diego. Um, so I was at the stingray feeding pond, yep. but I didn't buy any money. So I was sticking my hand like I had food in, in, the, and so the thing came up Someone and came bit my palm and I started bleeding everywhere. Um, <laughs> no, so it's my own fault. Did they know, did they know you had any food or not? Or just like stingers? it just bit my finger. No, no, like like the, oh. the staff. They're like, yeah. you're like, oh, like I'm bleeding, and they're like, he ate, he <laughs> ate through the shrimp. Did you lie to the EMT uh, and be like, I had a shrimp in there? I think so, <laughs> but you know, like when you're that age, you know, you can't. I've you just, never, I've never heard something bit just, by a stingray. You just, <laughs> You just badger your parents for churros all day. So when don't it comes time, like, don't they have like cone, like like holes for mouths? Or like they like stick your hand like, I don't, in there. Like, I don't know, dude. I was literally bleeding. I guess you were little though, so your hand's tiny, so like probably fits right in there. I don't. I'd have to ask my parents, but I think that I was like seven. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. So when Keith took Iris to go play with the stingrays, I'm like, watch out! No. You were flashing back. Hard. Oh yeah, it was, it, was, it was. I was having hot flashes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story um and uh i also had some ptsd too because she's like he's like what are you doing i'm surprising you and she's like i hate surprises <laughs> i'm gonna guess and it's like girls a lot of girls always say they hate surprises but they get upset when they are not surprised how about my boyfriend be more spontaneous <laughs> <laughs> but i hate surprises but i hate surprises and iris is kind of that way um oh gosh we're kind of running a little past time here, um, <laughs> but we have Greg being afraid of zip lining. And have you ever been zip lining before? Greg's a big dude, and I've heard of terrible accidents happening on zip lines. Greg is not a big dude. He's like five eight. Oh, sorry, I was thinking Matt. I'm oh, Matt. I was thinking Matt. Matt. I think Matt. Matt has a reason to be afraid for the zip line. Matt should be afraid of door frames <laughs> and tough questions. Tough questions. Oh, if you stumbled upon a Sudoku puzzle, I think his head would explode. <laughs> um. 
But and Greg was so scared of ziplining, and Deanna's motivation was just kind of talking shit to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, uh, but here's the thing: with the way they work, though, it works. It worked. It was yeah, like it, it wasn't like I don't think he took it like he, like she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna call you out. You can't do this." He's like, "All right, you're no, you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go." And uh, uh, well, I did. I have seen one ziplining accident in my life. And that was my sister, and she doesn't listen to this, so I can Did the zipline bite her? No, she didn't stop. So she flew <laughs> oh, right into the no. tree at the end. She got kind of messed up after that. But, I'm sure. Uh, That's like she went visit. through. She went through a dude who was trying to catch her because her braking wasn't working or whatever. So she says, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why are people like getting... If you're listening, let me know, because I know you're not listening, so... I've heard um, of people like getting stuff like caught that one like they, they get losing caught. fingers and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But it's really you have to be you have to mm-hmm. mess up for it to go wrong. It's it's yeah it's very much user error. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but I did notice that um, Jamie and Elizabeth didn't do an activity. They're the only ones that didn't. Um, and uh, <laughs> maybe because the volleyball tuckered around. <laughs> <laughs> She swan dived into the sand. She swan dived into the sand. Uh, well, maybe you can stand up, babe, and not maybe, do that. Maybe you don't have to go diving. You for know, it's a point, and there's 21 <laughs> points to win. Just let it hit. This is also not for keeps. Well, I, I also love too that they were just dying laughing. Well, they were they were so happy that they both lied to the experts on their interview. Oh yeah, about wanting kids. They both told the experts, "Yes, they want kids." And then when they both don't want kids, and they were so relieved of the fact that they both. I'm lied. just glad that they both, yeah, that they both got paired together, both lying about the same thing. But it's like, if you hear that, it's like, hey, the thing that said we're good together with, I oh. lied on it. Well, well, this is like a big about a big future item. determinant, a big yeah. big item. Yeah, and they both. I mean, they got lucky that they both lied. Um, but I thought that was funny. They're, they're doomed. They're doomed. You want, you want my mid season predictions? Yes. Not a, I'll give you my, I'll, all right. Mid season predictions. Okay. Rating. And then we'll, and then we'll, we'll close it up. Okay. So let's go, let's go couple by couple. And okay. I'll both give couple by couple. Okay. So, uh, Matt and Amber. Okay. No chance they stay together. I agree. She's too good for him. Yes. And he's dumb as hell. <laughs> yes. It would take him five days to notice she wasn't there. Well, I still think that there's the whole career thing. I know he's like says he's ready to settle down. Yeah. But he's a basketball player, and if he gets an offer somewhere, God. Yeah. Greg and Deanna. What's your prediction? I think Greg and Deanna are actually going to work. I think it's one of those things where it's like they speak each other's language. Like they're on the same frequency. It might not be something I would be comfortable with in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I feel like they just work in a weird way. Okay. I think they're going to go. I don't think they're going to make it. And I think it's going to be Deanna's fault. Okay. She's too stubborn because of, yeah, because of her, her, she's too her inde- iron will. She's too independent right now to be in a, re- a relationship where there's compromise necessary. But you don't think that because a relationship is a new thing, she can't work her way towards being a little more. And I was like, not, not, in, but not, just, in, not in eight weeks. Yeah. Not in this time frame that's frame a lot of. Yeah. And going back to Matt and Amber, it's going to be Matt's fault that they don't stay I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, Jamie and Elizabeth. 
No shot in hell. No shot in hell. I'm, I completely agree with you, but I want to. I want to say I'm, I'll be the contrarian. I'm gonna say they're some weird. They're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. I think that by the end of the season, her dad and her are gonna be on the steps of of the Georgia State State House or I don't know, wherever the courthouse. Gov, courthouse, and they are going to be petitioning from fathers to marry their daughters. That is maybe that's too bold of a prediction, but I feel pretty good about it. We'll put that on the right end, the, the, the extreme end of that scale. And I think, and it comes down to Keith and Iris, they're the only one I think they're going to make it. Really? Yeah. All right. I, I think, I all right, so I think Jamie and Elizabeth will work because although they oh. are spicy and oh, they're gosh. all over the place. How meaty are they? There are couples that that's, like, that's their speed. If that makes sense, bat, I think batshit crazy. I think I think to the same degree of like Deanna and Greg, where I'm like they they have their own speed, they have their own relationship. That's like it just works between them. It's nothing that you or myself would be comfortable in being in, but for Greg, it's gonna work. And I again, I, th- I see Jamie. I think outside of Elizabeth, I don't think Jamie is a very exciting or excitable dude. Period. Well, he does. And wear- I think with Jamie, she, like. As unhealthy as it may seem from guys like us and our perspective, she is the yin to his yang and completes that, like, what he's missing. And I think he's going to be okay with that. I think they're, I think they're going to be, I think Greg and Deanna are the only ones that are going to work. And with that, you think Keith and Iris are going to work out? I don't think Keith and Iris are going to work. I think, I think, and and not going to say it's Iris's fault, but I'm going to say, I think it's going to be Iris not really ready to just be married. I think that Iris, here's how I think. I think Iris is going to be overly emotional and concerned about Keith's sexual past. But I think by the time that this ends, she is going to take the steps necessary for herself to get over it, to recognize that he's a great guy. And she's a great girl. I think that they're the both, they're I, both the most wholesome people in the show. Yes. And yes. they deserve each other. And, but I think that she's going to get caught up on his sexual past and that's going to come out. Hmm. Um, this is just what I'm picking up because you can tell that he's not a virgin and, yeah, yeah. and that's not, but so gosh, I, I just, Jamie, I just don't Jamie think was chosen to be with Elizabeth because he acts as a governor for her. Like he, 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 he makes sure the engine doesn't explode. But that's he, like their hope for them. But again, this is probably a, a completely <laughs> terrible, like, lens to look at all these relationships with i'm looking for yin and i'm looking for yang oh god and i'm saying like opposites attract and i'm saying they each have a little bit of each other in them and it works like and again that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking greg i'm thinking or not greg i'm thinking keith and iris because they're they're both so good at like just like who they are individually yeah i'm just i'm thinking either like he's not gonna be willing to wait as he said he is. Because again, okay. saying something and actually living through something are completely different. Okay. And not that I'm saying he's not a man of his word. I'm just saying like it could get to a point where he goes like, this is like, you're like we're supposed to be husband and wife. I'm just not feeling it. You know, like I can okay. see that happening okay. potentially. But I think more so, I think it might be Iris who's going to be not just, not just ready to be like all of a sudden in a relationship like that. I don't, I just, I don't, there's something about it I just am not feeling it's going to be, it's going to take them all the way through. That's awesome. my opinion. Okay. Well, that is our predictions for the couple. Yeah. Or we have different are opinions. We like, we're, are we kind we of didn't agree, through this We didn't season? agree on any of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, we, we did. We, Matt and Amber are we, not going to work out. <laughs> we agree on that. Thanks, Matt. Uh, 
Um, the common denominator. All right, before we go into Stone's rating, I, just, I want to again uh, encourage everyone, if you're looking to buy a home or refinance, be sure to check out Wash Park Lending. Uh, reach out to Justin for a uh, just to get a general understanding of where you stand, if you can qualify for a certain loan. There's different programs being offered right now, coupled with lowest interest rates we've ever seen. Uh, give him, reach him out, reach out to him. Go to www.washparklending.com. Um, all right, so at the end of each episode, we give a Stones rating. We each have two Stones to give. Naturally. Um, <laughs> two Stones means you enjoyed the episode. Uh, no Stones means an act of castration is preferable to being sat through, sitting through this. Um, and also, we have the highly touted, very often tweeted about meaty scale, um, which Alex will get into. Um, but first, Stones. Alex, what, what stones do you give this? Uh, I give it a one. I, I, I feel like the reason why we're going two episodes at a time is because each episode... A lot of filler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not that the show's not enjoyable. It's just I feel like they could really condense this down. In a way. When I saw that there were 16 episodes this season, I was like, holy cannoli. That's a <laughs> but lot. But it's really eight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to a large degree. And I... So I, I, give, I give it two stones. Okay. And the reason why I give it two stones is because I do like this show because it actually is thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. And they actually tackle issues in a relationship. Yeah. You know, and I think that we're already seeing things that, you know, you and I could talk for longer than we have. Mm-hmm. Um, just about from the show. Um, I think the cast of characters is compelling. People, I guess, mm-hmm. are people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give it two. Okay. So that's three stones out of four uh, for episodes four and five. And um, tell me about where does this come down on the uh, the meaty scale? Well, and that that's it's funny you said that you gave it two because like, although I gave it one, I said it was a pretty meaty episode with like really quality, like Angus. Let's not go there. It, okay. ain't, it ain't Kobe beef, okay? It's, okay. I would say it's yeah, it's a good, it's a it's a good pork chop. It's you know, a pork chop. Yeah, it's meaty. Pork you know, I meat. actually going to steakhouses, I prefer pork chop every once in a while. Oh yeah. Rather than a, a fillet. I've got a pork chop recommendation for you in Denver. Then do you for sure? Okay, yeah. we'll do it off air because they don't pay us. No, yet. <laughs> um, okay, so you've heard it here first. The meaty scale is a pork chop. Three stones out of four um, for episodes four and five. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys, on Instagram at RO Stones Guys, uh, and on YouTube at RO Stones Guys. We taped these now for you to enjoy uh, and watch. Um, and so check us out there. Uh, if you have any thoughts or you have your own stones rating, please share with us there. And uh, we look forward to getting back to a regular schedule here uh, shortly. So thanks for sitting down with us. Thanks for your patience, waiting for us to come back on the air. Yeah, we have not been very meaty. We've been uh, tofurky. Tofurky. <laughs> but now we are a uh, nice sliced deli meat, back and readily accessible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're signing off. Have a great week. Take care and be safe. <laughs>